green light, they're ready to go. But it's all sacred stance, running them into the ground. Now Panama Canel drops them. It's all unleashed. Kalinda, the young star's going to dominate. A plethora of great runs last Sunday afternoon up the drag straight at Hillsville. A wonderful day of racing and it's only going to get bigger and better this Sunday as we look forward to the running of the Group 2 2022 Hillsville Cup. $50,000 to the winner. 50,000 reasons to try and win the great straight race. Massive podcast, a bonus episode as we chat all things, one of my favourite tracks being Hillsville up the straight. We've got Jason Thompson, one of the, if not the number one Greyhound trainer in the game, the club manager of the Hillsville Greyhound Racing Association, Cynthia O'Brien on the pod as well. And Hopefully, hopefully we've got 12 winners to be found. I'm very keen with my best bet on the program as well for Sunday afternoon. So let's rip into it, starting with the preview. And we begin racing on Sunday at 3 past 11 for the cup meeting. Race number one, I'm tipping two on top here, second opinion. For Wayne Borland, thought the run was solid enough on debut. When they go to Highway 31, they normally come out of that race and, and run very, very well. So we'll lean to number two, second opinion. Race two, I thought it was a really, really hard race to sort out. Um, I think if you're playing same race multis, I'd be throwing feel like flying into running the top three. I, I just found it a hard race to tip. So if anything, we'll go with feel like flying just to run a place in race number two. Third event, I'm tipping seven. Aston Aitana looks a, a pretty promising type. The box draws the biggest challenge there. Race four. Here's my best bet of the meeting. Race four, I'm going with number four, Royal Mint. This greyhound could easily develop into a group class dog. Uh, just has all the right attributes. Fast beginner, uh, quick accelerator, strong at the end. Ticks every box. Uh, my best bet of the meeting, race four, number four, Royal Mint. Always gamble responsibly. Race five, I'm with five, True Kalinda. Now we're going to have a chat with uh, Jason Thompson. Race four and five, I'm tipping him on top. So let's hope he gives a good push for both of those. Race six, the 2022 Hillsville Greyhound Racing Association uh, members trophy, $10,000 to the winner. Going for the wife's dog here. Uh, number eight, Aston Serpents. Hopefully can get the job done. It's a deep race. The box draw makes it really, really challenging. So it'll be an intriguing race, the sixth event. Race seven, Damsel's Dash over the 350. I'm going with seven, Crabby Yabby. Fourth in the heat of the cup. I think that's good enough form to see her go well. Race eight, the big one, the Group 2 Hillsville Cup, 50,000 to the winner. It's an amazing race. And, and when you look through the field and just see some of the prices available for a few of these, it just shows the depth of the race. I'm leaning to three sacred stance on top. Second look under race conditions at the track. Third look, including that exhibition trial where he went 19.08 first look. I think he's got everything going his way. He's a fast beginner. He's going to push to the centre, which he's not too far away from. And I think he's going to be very, very hard to beat. I think the only dog that can beat him is number one, Quinlan Bale. Just going to get a nice run through as long as he and Action Girl don't come together. I think Quinlan Bale will run well. We've gone Unleash Kalinda for third. And Panama Canal just could not leave him out in saying that we've left the likes of Typhoon Sammy Ferdinand Boy out of our tips. So an amazing race, the Hillsville Cup, but I'm settling on the visitor. That being Sacred Stance. Race number nine, free-for-all for the sprinters. I'm with five, Aston Latham. He just needs to miss the kick. If he does that, he'll power through late on the rail and be hard to beat. Race 10 going with five, Silver Brood. He's the class runner in a grade five heat. Should be winning. And rounding out the program, race 11, number four, Sugar and Candy. 
Race 12, the wide-running St. Mary's Panda to run down the outside and get the job done. Inside Info. Inside Info on this bonus episode of the Greenlight on Premier Racing podcast talking all things Hillsville Cup. And I can say this is a world first for the podcast because it's Friday afternoon when we're recording this for the Sunday meeting. And I'm wrapped to announce I've got the club manager of the Hillsville Greyhound, Cynthia O'Brien, standing with me live face-to-face. Cynthia, how are you going? I'm good, thanks, James, and thanks for having me here. Hey, absolute uh, thrill to have you on the podcast. And you must be pumped with uh, what's been happening up at Hillsville because straight racing is great racing, and I know you're a big fan of, of straight racing in general. It has been a tremendous festival this year and, and throwing into the mix, you know, our dogs going into state to Richmond for the straight track championship. It's just been a super couple of weeks. And you, you speak of the, the straight track championship. Obviously, you played a big part in, in making that happen uh, not too long ago. You must be so proud when you look at the results of the Greyhounds that have gone into state. And although Quinlan Bale and Nicholson Bale finished down the track, it's just so nice to see all of the straight Greyhounds. They're their own type of Greyhound in a way, and, and they're all combining, racing head-to-head. We get to see the best Greyhound in the country, which obviously this year was Mr. America, but... It's so good for the racing fans to follow those dogs. I think what comes out of it this year, James, is not only did we send dogs from Victoria up there, but the dog from New South Wales that won its heat and beat Mr America but got beaten in the final at Richmond is now here buying for our cup. We're seeing as well, uh, I guess in the in the last few years, more of a, a festival start to sort of come through when it comes to the Hillsville Cup. We're seeing the Winter Cup kick it off, uh, I think it's in early July and there's about eight or ten weeks. I had a few people today talking about the Highway 31 and, and how many good dogs come from that and the amazing prize money on offer. Do you sit there and pinch yourself just with how much great prize money is on offer through that festival of racing culminating in the Hillsville Cup? Prize money has just gone through the roof in Victoria. Mm. It's really good. It's good for all our participants. And the fact that a club like Hillsville that you know started off 20-odd years ago and was running 12 races a year, is now running festivals with 30 race meetings in them and paying out hundreds of thousands of dollars is amazing. I, I remember the day, Cynthia, when uh, Hillsville used to take a break almost through winter because it got too wet. Too wet in winter, too hot in summer. <laughs> I only raced every fortnight, you know. I mean, we've come a long way. Now we sort of we have two days off a week if we're lucky. You know, it's really good. And you know what's worse? I'm pushing for more racing here, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, well, you and Chloe might have to front up and do some work if we get to more racing. No, that's it. Uh, book her in, not me. I'm already too busy. Let's let's have a bit of a chat of the, the two feature races on Sunday. Up first, race six at 12.31, the Hillsfield Greyhound Association Members Trophy Final. $15,000 in prize money up for grabs. And uh, interesting race, this one, because Sonny Bokai is desperate for the outside. He's drawn box number one. Fastest qualifier was uh, Rothwell Chunk. He went brilliant last week in 1907, the coursing star. So it's a deep race, and you as a, as a manager must be thrilled to see this field on Cup Day as a, as a support, I guess, for the, the big group two a bit later on. I'm really excited about the race because this is only the second running. It's a race I've got going last year and it's really nice to see the support we had this year. We had four heats of this. Mm. We only had five heats of the Hillsville Cup. The quality of our dogs for this event was sensational. I think we were a little unlucky last week when Zigzag Kabang was a late scratching due to transport problems, but he fronted up and here he is lying for our members' trophy this week. And great to see a dog like him in the race, obviously with 52 starts, 26 wins. It's a deep race. You've got Gary Johnson, local trainer with Jefferson County, who has been his best greyhound throughout his training career front up in the race. And uh, then Chloe Vandermark, the better half, uh, with uh, Aston Scorcher and Aston Serpents. How, how did you see the race? And most importantly, who wins the race? 
not quite sure who wins the race. I think the box draw is going to be crucial in this event. I think Roth, Rothwell Chunk, as you said, coming off the coursing, would be really lovely to see Murray Collier win it. He's a life member of the club and his daughter Christy won the first one last year. Mm. So they're looking to bookend the trophies in front of their fireplace, I heard today. So, you know, it'd be lovely to see you and Chloe. Your dogs are just running super at the moment. And Angela Galea's been here forever and a day. Her and her dad, Martin, mm. they're big part of the club. So it's really good to see the people that are in this race are really well involved with our club. Yeah, they're definitely uh, regulars here, no doubt about that. Who wins it, though, Cynthia? You're, you're dancing around the important question. Well, you might not like what I say. I think the pink wins it. Oh, I don't like that. It puts us <laughs> under a little bit of pressure. But, See, um, that's what I said. You wouldn't like that because nah. I really do believe that out there and the way he's running, I think, you know, I think you're a big show. I know you'd probably prefer Scorcher, but I think Aspen Serpents. Yeah, look, I, I just hope they both get clear runs and, and may the best dog win on the race. And, and look, to be honest, the best dog probably is Rothwell Chunk, but he's just going to need a bit of uh, luck for Murray Collier, a great man. What about the Hillsville Cup field? Quinlan Bale Action Girl, Sacred Stance Unleashed Kalinda, Nicholson Bale, Panama Canal, Typhoon Sammy, Ferdinand Boy. Now, I heard Marky Olmos make a quote today uh, on Sky Racing saying, you know the strength of a race when Typhoon Sammy and Ferdinand Boy are double figures. So as a club manager, you must be delighted with this field. It's as good a country cup as you're going to get anywhere. Well, Quinlan Bale, straight track, arrow. Mm. What more can he do? He's got the box. I'm sensing confidence for Quinlan well, Bale. I just think, you know, when you're Lux in, you're Lux in, and Daniel Gibbons is on a real roll, it would be really great to see him take out a group race. It would be good. He's very excited. He keeps asking me, am I getting bigger rugs for the presentation rugs because he has big dogs? Um, you know, Sacred Stance would have to be my favourite in the race. I think the commitment given by them to come to trial, mm. the trips up and down, you know, back in the day I did the trips going the other way and I know what it takes to keep fronting up week after week to travel with your dogs. Panama Canal, 1888. Extraordinary. You know, how do you, how do you top that? I mean, it's really hard to pick a winner. Typhoon Sammy, $50,000 bonus. And he's drawn well too. He has. So I don't know. I like the uh, the fact Sacred Stance went 1908 first trial here, ran home in 1245, and I'm going to play the audio now of him setting the time standard last week. He went 1907, fastest qualifier, only just from Unleashed Kalinda, who was one one hundredth behind. Away in racing now, and Sacred Stance out fast from down near the inside. Went to the centre, but led up early over Silver Brute. Sacred Stance bolting already. They're clear to Quinlan Bale. Very wide. Panadero Warrior, Jefferson County. Then Compliance, Aston Merritt. But it's all Sacred Stance running them into the ground. Quinlan Bale went to second, but Sacred Stance brilliant. Won it by a length and a half, beating Quinlan Bale. Was that the announcement run that he needed to do, do you think? It's not easy for an interstate raider to come here and take the best race of the year, but that heat proved that he has the capability to do it. Well, he's proved he's a very good straight track dog too. Yeah, he's been winning at Richmond. He's got the form on the board. They're very happy with the way he's travelling, like his weight's held up. The dog's very settled when he gets here. He's staying in the local caravan park. He's very settled. They're very calm now because they know the dog can do the travelling. So I think, yeah, I think he's the one to keep an eye on. Well, we appreciate your time on the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast and uh, hopefully uh, you're, you're heading down the right path. Aston Serpens wins the, the, uh, the Members' Trophy and Sacred Stance in the Hillsville Cup. I think we're in agreement there. Good luck uh, with a big day on Sunday. Thanks very much, James, and good luck to you and Chloe. Inside Info. 
And yes, you're hearing right on Inside Info, a second very, very special guest, one of, if not the best trainer in the game. I speak of Jason Thompson, and he's been good enough to jump on the podcast for the first time. Jace, this makes you a part of the podcast family. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, James. Hey, uh, you must be pretty excited with what's happening up at Hillsville. Two runners into the Cup, so congratulations on that. Yeah, look, um, I mean, it's a track that we certainly do go there a lot. Um, if not for, for racing, definitely trialling. I'd say we probably trial at Hillsville, our dogs, more than any other track in, in the state. So when their Cup's on every year, you know, we like to support them. Um and to, to get a couple through, yeah, very satisfying. You've supported them well, mate. Two very, very good greyhounds in the Hillsville Cup final. Uh, just mentioning that you, you use the track quite often to trial, is that is that mainly for fitness, obviously the straight running, less pressure on the dog's legs as well? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's look, very safe. It doesn't matter what time of year you trial there, um, whether it's hot, cold, wet, whatever. I mean, the track's very, very safe being a straight uh, yeah, you know, the guys that work there look after it unbelievable and it's you know, something quite different for most dogs that are normally obviously going around the circle and like I say, we don't race there an awful lot but the dogs are continually going up there. Um, you know, definitely every dog probably we've had go through the kennel in the last five to ten years, they would have all been up hills at least once. So it's a uh, you know, track we enjoy putting them up and, um, yeah, it's... Uh, like I say, it's something different and something that seems to really work well in between races um, for, for most of the dogs. Before we move forward, mate, and have a look at the four runners that you've got in at Hillsville on Sunday, two in the Cup, how, how did it all begin when you first started out, a young Terrellgan lad getting involved in greyhound racing? Where did it begin for, for Jason Thompson? Yeah, look, I, I was um, obviously living in Terrellgan and grew up there from about I think we moved to Trelga when I was about 10. So the, where we lived, the guy next door to us owned a greyhound who was um, actually trained by Marg Long at the time, who was the secretary at Trelgan. So I uh, always liked racing from a very young age, maybe not so much greyhound racing, but probably more horse racing. But just racing in general had a real uh, thing about it for me and – through having a neighbour that had a dog, we ended up, you know, used to go and watch that dog race and obviously uh, formed a friendship with Marg and ended up working at Terrelgan in the catching pen and um, various other, you know, things around the track. And um, I got my first dog when I was 13 and obviously trained it in Dad's name and um, actually it was a, a dog that Marg trained and the guy that we live next door to he owned and he was the first starter I had I think he was over five year old um and he uh he won first up so when when that happened you sort of obviously even before racing one we, I was probably bitten by the bug then and um once you win a race especially at such a young age um you know that bug certainly hit me pretty hard and I obviously haven't uh, not had a dog since so I'm 53 now and um, you know, 40 years um, having greyhounds and um, just enjoyed every minute of it Four decades, 40 years into the sport mate, what, at what point in your journey did you think I'm actually pretty good at what I do here and I think I could make a full time living out of it, did it come pretty quickly, pretty naturally for you? 
oh, look, I don't know about, you know, um, thinking I was good enough to make a living, but it was just something that um, as I um, sort of progressed going through from obviously, you know, finishing school and I did year 12 and I ended up um, at the end of year 12, I didn't know what I was going to do. So uh, Margaret was very, very uh, good friends with uh, Kevin Richards, who at the time had Australia's leading stud dog in Chariot Supreme. And I went down to Kevin's for a two-week um, sort of learning um, curve or, you know, was that really only going to stay there for two weeks and I think I stayed there for eight years. So, um, you know, just learning a lot and, and grasping what, you know, Kevin was a, a very successful trainer and um, obviously that was his living, just wholly and solely doing greyhounds and he had stud dogs and had a, you know, big rearing farm so that experience um at that stage of life for me um obviously taught me a lot not just about dogs but obviously the work ethic that you need to apply if you if you're going to potentially do greyhounds for a living and i think had i not um gone down and and stayed with kevin and his family for, for that period of time um i don't think we'd be where we are now because just to learn so much it, it was just invaluable and um, obviously set us up for probably where we are now. To sit back now, 40 years in the sport, mate, what what would be the one greyhound that stood out from your kennel? Has there been one, whether it be the fastest greyhound you've had or or one that just stood out for a particular reason? Oh, probably Awesome Assassin mm-hmm. would be, if I had to pick one, it would be him. Um he was, a, he was obviously a special dog for us. He was naturally very fast, but at, at the time in life that he came along, certainly um, probably helped to change our life, being Shana and myself. Um, and, you know, we were just uh, beginning, you know, our family. I think uh, when he won the Silver Chief, uh, Ben was born some two or three days prior. So, um you know, he was just a very special dog and um, not only as a race dog but as a stud dog and obviously he was inducted into the Hall of Fame sort of tells you yeah, how great that dog was not only as a race dog but as a stud dog and also, you know, we were fortunate enough to train Light of Fire, his sire, and Tranquil Flame, you know, his mother. So that connection having both trained mother and father and then getting a dog like him was just obviously pretty much life-changing and, um, yeah, certainly a very special dog. You mentioned Ben, born three days before a Silver Chief victory. You must be proud of the kids, uh, all three that have sort of grown up and, I guess, developed into their careers now. Lukey as well doing the training. Obviously, the young one's still a a little bit away, Chase, but you must be pretty proud of of what they're achieving uh, in all different roles and especially in the racing game as well. Oh, look, most definitely. And look, certainly the the paths they've ended up sort of following, we haven't pushed them in that, that direction. And obviously Ben with his, uh, you know, horse racing and becoming a jockey, um, obviously very proud of him and what he's done. And now Luke, who pretty much is, um, you know, well, he basically is does as much training of the dogs if not more than, than what I do and, and Shana does. So his support's just invaluable. And obviously Holly, um, with, with 
you know, what she's doing. Um, you know, she's got a trainer's license and training a couple of dogs, and yeah, it's it's been good to watch them develop. And obviously, this is an industry that it's quite family orientated and um, you know it, it, very accessible and easy for for family if they want to get involved to get involved and. Um, yeah, which makes it really good. Well, let's now turn our attention, mate, to Sunday's races at Hillsville. We'll start with the big one, the Hillsville Cup. You've got two runners engaged in the race, and, and the depth of the race is extraordinary. When Typhoon Sammy's double figures, Jace, you know it's a hard race to win. How do you see the race playing out, and who do you think's the best of the two chances? Yeah, look, that, that's a difficult one, James. It's, um, I think it's a very open race, and... You could probably run the race eight times and you might get mm. eight different winners. Um, as far as our dogs go, I think Typhoon Sammy, look, he's boxed where he wants to be. But in saying that, I, I don't think straight racing's, you know, he's probably where he's best suited. Um, I, I would imagine with Ferdinand Boy on his outside, he's definitely going to have to begin every bit as good as he did last week, if not better, to, to hold him out and then. He's obviously, if he can do that, well, he's going to be out where he where he prefers to be. But where I think about 19, sort of 15, 19, 20 is about what he can run up there um, if the track was the same as what it was last week, which if that was the case, there's obviously a couple of dogs in the final with clear runs that can run quicker than that. So I'm not saying he can't win, but... I'd be more confident if it was a half-circle final with him out in seven than, mm. than what I am uh, in heel to up the straight. But, you know, he's such an honest dog, and um, if he was to to do everything right and win the race, you know, that certainly wouldn't surprise me. I believe he's shooting for the extra 50 as well if he does happen to win it. What about Unleash Kalinda? This is a greyhound who I think fair to say was having a few issues jumping out of the box on the circle, has come to the straight and is just flying the lids, mate, uh, really taken to straight racing this dog. Yeah, look, you're exactly right. He was becoming very frustrating watching him miss the start, anything from a length to three or four lengths, and, and not just missing it, but coming coming out a length or three or four lengths behind the second last dog. So to see how he's transformed, particularly his box manners up the straight, and I think, look, he's a very fast dog, and, and the times he can run when he does get the start right is just ridiculous. So... It certainly suited him, and, and the idea with the Heelsville Cup being on um, was that we, we got him up there sort of three or four weeks before the heats and yeah, give him a couple of races and, and let him gain a bit of confidence up the straight because he had indicated that, you know, even if he missed a start, um, he's such a good chaser and, and is more than happy bullying his way through between dogs that if he missed a start, Heelsville, they do tend to spread out a little bit that um, those first couple of races he'd be able to pick his way through if um, he completely bombed the start. But that sort of wasn't the case. He actually, in both his two wins prior to the Cup heats, he, he probably only came out of half behind him and with the, and had clear running and with his acceleration, it just allowed him to burst his way through. So he got a lot of confidence and um, we give him a couple of weeks between runs at Heelsville and going into his heat last week, we trialled him at sale and anyone that knows their sections at sale, he, he only ran 5.22 early, but then he ran 13.45 to wow. the second split. So it just shows you 
the acceleration that this dog's mm. got. To see him in his heat last week, he actually probably came out the best he has probably in any of his 10 races and just burst to the front. And, oh, I did think um, it was probably the you know, the hardest heat in a sense that you had a you know, pair of buddy revolution. Um, uh, might have been uh, struck gold. It was a really tough mm. heat and he had to absolutely do everything right to win it. And obviously, sorry, Ferdinand Boy was in the race. So there's four absolute A-graders, particularly up the straight. You've got a dog that's only had nine starts going against him, but we sort of knew if he did have any of the start right, um, he could certainly match it with him. And, and that's what he did. He, um, I, I thought he was brilliant last week. But, yeah, obviously to win the race, he's going to have to come out as good. And, and sort of watching what Sacred Stance did last week, he was pretty mad to get to sort of mill to wide. Um, so, yeah, I think he, he's probably the pick of our two because he's obviously the fastest and he's full of confidence. And um, obviously, I, I think he can definitely break 19 with a clear run. But I don't I, look, I don't know whether you're going to have to break 19 to win the race. I, I think you're just going to have to do everything right. And um, whatever dog does that, you know, obviously, we'll, we'll be winning the race. Well, two big chances, mate. We wish you well there. Just quickly on the other two, you've got in True Kalinda, race five, number five on resumption. She's a, another high-speed uh, greyhound that you combine with Steph and Sam Tyler with. Uh, how do you think she'll re- return to the track on uh, Sunday? Yeah, look, she's had a couple of trials up there and um, going very well, uh, you know, splitting very quick early. So, Look, from box five, that's where she wants to be. I would think if she can begin and lead, she'd be very hard to beat. Obviously, Royal Mint um, loves a straight. Mm. Been, yeah, I thought her win, albeit over 300 last Sunday, was just brilliant. And the time she ran you know, on the day was um, you know, that of a you know, pretty progressive dog. So it'd be good to see her go over 350. And she's pretty reliable early. So, yeah, hopefully they can get the ball rolling early and have, have a game. Keep the momentum going in the cup. Well, mate, it's good that uh, you're confident with them because Royal Mint is my best bet of the day, so the punters will be latching on there, and I, th- I think she could become a, a group-class contender down the track. So good luck with all of those. Just as I let you go, mate, you've achieved just about everything as a greyhound trainer. Is there one race that has avoided you that you really want to get your hands on moving forward? Yeah, look, <laughs> we've never won an Australia Cup, and... I think one year we had five in the final and still couldn't win it. So it, it might be a race that we never win, but yeah, you know, certainly won't give up trying. And yeah, that that that, that is definitely the race that um, you know, we'd love to be able to win. Well, good luck, mate. All the best on Sunday. Uh, we'll chat soon. And yeah, good luck in the Hillsville Cup. Hopefully you can bring it home. No worries. Thanks, James. Well, what a great get that was. Jason Thompson, one of the premier trainers, if not the premier trainer in the great game of greyhound racing in Australia. Well, that wraps up the bonus episode. It's been a ripper. Big thanks to Cynthia O'Brien and obviously Jason Thompson as well. And I'm pretty sure we've got a few winners. Royal Mint, my best bet of the day for the Hillsville meeting on Cup Day. Safe travelling, happy punting, gamble responsibly. And for what it's worth, we're going for the visitor, Sacred Stance, to win the Hillsville Cup.